morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, October 5th, 2018. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay Book, Sean Wade is now practicing exclusively with the safeties. He's always with Coach Alex Grinch when they do meetings, um, at least this week. They even said it's permanent. But um, but this this does tell me, in my opinion, that the Buckeyes have found their answer at the safety position opposite Jordan Fuller. Um, I want your take on that, Jay Book, and also what took so long here? <laughs> I, I don't know what took so long. I mean, everyone um, pretty much since the start of the season has been asking um, for Sean Wade to, to move over there, at least give him a look, uh, because that position opposite of Jordan Fuller has been a major red flag all season long. So thank goodness he's actually moving there full-time. Um, I'm still kind of in the mode. I believe it when I see it. I know they've been talking about it for the for the last couple weeks, but I, I need to see him actually starting back there. And I know um, we've talked about it on the Bugnuts message board in regards to Jordan Fuller is essentially not playing the center field role that he did last year, which he thrived in, which was the, Mal- the Malik Hooker role, playing that center field, being able to, uh, to track the ball. Uh, Fuller led the team in tackles last year in that center field role, and they, they switched him to more of the cover safety and, and move uh, Isaiah Pryor and went to the, to the center field safety, and it's just not getting it done. I, I think the natural uh, progression needs to be moving Fuller back to his, uh, his original home where he really thrives at and moving Sean Wade to the cover safety and I think that will definitely help sure up some of the, the leaky uh, leaky bus plays that you're seeing from the defense. Isaiah Pryor is out for the first half tomorrow because of the targeting penalty last week against Penn State, which is even in this era of soft targeting penalties, that was about as soft as they come for a targeting penalty, but that's a topic for a different day. He's going to be out the first half. I do think Isaiah Pryor has been playing better. I want to make that clear. I think um, – I hear the jokes out there. There was nowhere to go but up. But seriously, I think he was starting to show why he was such a highly you know, rated recruit. He's got to take much better angles, but I think overall you know, his play has picked up immensely since uh, you know, the first couple of games of the season. Another guy I'd like to see play more is Amir Reap. Um, just your thoughts on Pryor and maybe if Amir Reap needs to see a little bit more playing time, Jay Book. I think the biggest thing that you said in regards to Pryor are the angles that he's taking. He's just taking atrocious angles when it comes to uh, finding the football and making a play. I'm, I'm not sure uh, what's being taught back there as far as angle, but typically when you're being coached up, um, you want to use the sidelines as your friend and you want to go ahead and attack to the upfield shoulder to force them uh, either to the sidelines or back into the pursuit of the defense. Um, but his angles, it, it's just been a major problem so far. As far as Amir Reap, Right now, I think you want to get uh, Sean Wade as many reps as possible back there so he can get comfortable through October. So we're heading into November, and, and maybe that defense is shored up on the back end. Obviously, you want there's these next four weeks, Ohio State should be rolling uh, pretty well here. So if you can, if you have an opportunity to get reap some reps later in uh, the ball game, I'm okay with that. But for now, and I think their primary focus needs to be getting Sean Wade comfortable at his new position. 
Looking at the offense, just want to get your thoughts on Ohio State's running game. I know they're more of a pass-first team this year, obviously. You can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, how come they're not running as well as they have in previous years? Because they're passing it a lot better. I get that. But still, I still see some things I don't like with this running game, both with the offensive line and just the running game as a whole. Just curious to get your thoughts. How do you see this running game for the Buckeyes through five games so far? I think the last two weeks the running game has has taken steps back. Um, The offensive line is not really – dominating the point of attack like you saw earlier in the season. I thought against TCU, the offensive line played really well when it came to the run game. Those guys were just mauling people. And then the last two weeks, I don't know what's happening, but they've taken a step back. Uh, Thayer Mumford has to play better, and as well as, as Malcolm Prison. That left side of the offensive line needs to step it up. Um, the other thing that really – you know, troubles me at times is trying to run a, a running scheme with zone principles, knowing that Dwayne Haskins is not going to keep the football unless he's really told to keep it, for example, down in the in the red zone against TCU. That was pretty much, hey, keep the football because they're not going to be expecting you to run. Just give Weber and Dobbins just direct handoffs, trying to run uh, a little slow-developing zone running scheme, knowing that uh, Haskins is very rarely going to keep the football, just kind of it's kind of puzzling. It, it's like you're asking Haskins uh, to run a JT Barrett uh, type of offense when it comes to running, the running attack, as opposed to just let those guys get going um, and hopefully the offensive line can get going downhill, which will open up some of those running lanes. K.J. Hill continues to play. So well. I mean, there's not really a true number one receiver on this team because they, they spread the wealth so much. But there's one guy who's like, you know, the most reliable receiver. And this is nothing new. I mean, he led the, the team in receptions last year, but I, I think he's even better this year. <laughs> it helps when you got Dwayne Haskins throwing you the ball. But just your thoughts on the way KJ Hill is playing and how he continues to progress. I love the way KJ Hill is playing. The guy has been absolutely tremendous uh, so far this season. The one word that I would describe KJ Hill is clutch. The guy has an untimely ability to come up with big plays. Whenever you need a play, you can look at K.J. Hill as a guy who can make it for you. If it's not um, big third-down conversions or uh, game-winning touchdowns, the guy just finds a way to get it done, and you have to respect that about his ability to be a big-time player. But so far, he's having an outstanding season. I would like to see him get a, a couple more touches there because I think he could really be – uh, a nice prime-time player, wide receiver, even more so than he is now, and if he can get more uh, more touches with the football. Indian is no joke of a team, I guess, that they're 4-1, and one, although I looked ahead of their schedule. I, Jay Buck, I think it's going to be tough for them to reach bowl eligibility. I think it's going to be tough for them to get to six games, six wins this year, because they have, they have a lot of tough games ahead of them. Um, but still, they're no joke of a team. They're 4-1. and one. Um, but Ohio State has a lot of banged-up guys. I mean, Draymond Jones, I think, at the, I think at the very, very, very most I would have I would put him on a snap count this week, a very limited snap count. I mean, I, I think they should rest some of these guys like that are invaluable, like Draymond, especially with Bosa out. Uh, you can't afford to get Draymond hurt, especially when he's already banged up. I, I would sit at least Draymond out. Is that my way off base there? Just what's your thoughts on that? No, I agree with you because um, you got essentially four weeks to get ready before you hit that November schedule when it's really going to ramp up. And you want those guys as healthy as possible. I still think Indiana has the capability 
can reel off big plays on his defense. I mean, Greg Schiano, he's all in, chips in the middle of the table when it comes to boomer bust defense. Um, but I think there's still enough talent, uh, obviously, on that defensive side of the football to, to give those guys a break and allow them to heal up. Um, I don't think they're going to, this game could be uh, a situation where it's in danger. So let him get his, let him get his rest and see what those younger guys can do against Indiana. But the main thing is just eliminate the big plays. Too, way too many leaks and way too many big plays. I, I was reading an article yesterday where Ohio State ranks 117th in the country when it comes to giving up explosive plays of 30 yards or more. I, I believe it's 15 of them so far. So that's the main thing is just eliminate the big plays and, and get those guys out of there. Get up, get a big lead, and get those substitution Second, second and third string guys in there. All right, brass tacks. Let's give some predictions for tomorrow. Uh, final score. How do you see this one playing out? Uh, what's your prediction for tomorrow? Yeah, I think you're going to have uh, a situation where both teams are going to be able to score some points. I don't think this Hall State defense right now, with the scheme and the personnel, is shutting anyone out. Uh, I believe they can slow some teams down, but I think Indiana's going to be able to at least get 21 up on the board. I got Ohio State winning this one 56-21, covering the spread and covering the over of 64-and-a-half. You and I are very similar. I have 52-17. to 17. We have those in our staff predictions for those that missed it yesterday. We, we post that every Thursday. Alex Gleitman compiles that. Our whole staff uh, gets together. So very similar scores uh, for uh, the man, Jay Book, and myself. Thank you very much to Jonah Booker. You can catch him on Twitter at jbook37. You can catch him all over Bucknuts. His column is outside Columbus. So thanks to Jonah Booker, and thanks to all listeners out there for tuning in to the show. I appreciate it. hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best in band in the land. Mm-hmm.